first up. Podcast on the podcast. The Gold Coast's 92.5 Triple M Gold. With another Flan, Alley and Spider podcast. Spider's still not uh, part of the show because uh, he is still in India, as we all know. Yes, he is. Doing his Indian trip. Hang on. Uh, the computer's been playing. Oh, Alex. come it's on. It's terrible today. Oh, yeah. gonna... There you go. There you go. That's, That's better. <laughs> you have control of it, Al. Well. Yeah. Bend it to your will. Do it. I'll do it. And while Spider's away, I thought I'd come up with a whole bunch of questions. Well, let's have a listen to this. Cringy questions for Flan while Spider's not here. Yes. It's weird. It's awkward. Whoa. All right. Let's get a bit orcs. Yeah, yes. let's do it. Awkward. Well. I'll give you an honest answer no matter what you ask. Okay. <laughs> it's either slightly rude things, slightly emotional. Yeah. Today I'm going with emotional. Ooh, oh, okay. Let's make Flan cry. A bit Emotion, of, you say? A bit of emotion. Okay. The question today is, how did you propose to your wife, Lisa, and would you change anything about the proposal? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> and would she now change, change her the answer? answer. <laughs> <laughs> Al, I'm no. right here and I have feelings, Alistair. <laughs> Ali said it as well. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I actually asked Lisa if she wanted to ask me to marry her. Why? What do you mean? And she said, yes, I would like to ask you to marry me. And so I accepted her proposal. What do you mean, though? Like, so did she, had you discussed that you both wanted to marry each other prior to that? No. In fact, I just spent the weekend with her and her family. Mm. Um, And as you well know, Ali, and I won't go into it for a long time, but I had very unhappy uh, family life growing Mm. up. Mm -hmm. And I saw uh, this girl that I was completely in love with. Mm-hmm. And then I saw her around her family, and they were absolutely lovely. In fact, they were so lovely, my sister thought they were a cult. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did. I asked uh, when we got home from that weekend. I said to Lisa, "Do you want to ask me if you want to get married?" Can, can I? I just love that. Yeah. Well, you... And also, slash, don't understand it. Well, <laughs> no, you must be. It was, was it because you, must you have... were scared to ask her yourself? No, not at all. He so was, why do you think she would want to ask you and not be asked by you? Because I knew that she'd had a pretty serious relationship before me and, gotcha. that, and that it had been it had lasted a long time, like eight years or something. Okay. And then there was another little one after that that didn't last a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she broke up with those people because she didn't feel like she was going to uh, marry them or have a family with them. Okay. And I thought, well, let's just find out the answer right now. Wow. <laughs> so you were heavily backing yourself in. I was. Yes. I was. Yeah. I love that. And so that's she what said, desperation will do, Al. No, that's confidence. Yeah. So she said, yes, I would like to ask she you. Said, would you marry and, me? And then she asked you then and there on the right spot? Right there. Right then. <laughs> Imagine if you said no. No. <laughs> Trick you. <laughs> Psych. Psych. <laughs> no. And I okay. was as happy as I could be. Okay. So you wouldn't change anything about that? Or do you think now in hindsight... You would have loved to have surprised her with an actual proposal. I would have loved to have supplied, surprised her with an actual proposal. Okay. But I'm I'm a very emotional person, and mm. when I know something, I know something, and it just comes out. It just bubbles yep. out immediately. I have noticed that about you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> we? I can't keep stuff inside because I don't like it. Nor should you. No. And we, Good or bad, it comes out. And the Triple M Gold family love you. For that. For you being you. So what's on the potty, Al? Oh, lots. Uh, Looks like Trump is one step closer to being back in the White House. So we go to the US. So we'll talk to Kylie Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Miley Hogan. (laughs) 
Miley Hogan, who is the niece, I believe, of Paul Hogan, <laughs> yeah, the legendary Australian comedian. Works for Channel 7. She's Absolutely. the US correspondent. Now, Donald Trump's just won something over mm. there. We've seen it on the news. My wife and my and my daughter were aghast yesterday watching yeah. the news. Mm. Um, and so we're going to we can tell you what he's just won, what it means, and yeah. what the hell is going on and in America. For people who are you know, supporters of Trump, Trump's done a couple of good things. You know, he did some good things for the economy, but obviously there are a lot of people going, oh, no, we can't have this man back in the White House. Yeah. That coming up. Ali asks on a Wednesday. Ali. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I asked how long was it or how long should you wait before you move in with your partner? We've got some great answers. Yes, Love we it. did. It's a hard question. Uh, we put a call into Spider in India. <laughs> exactly where is he? Because his rickshaw trip is coming to a conclusion. Well, he may be he may be somewhere that sounds very rude. Yes, it does. I love the name. And we talk with Interpol to find out what's going on. Yeah, uh, that coming up. Name that year is the greatest radio trivia quiz in the entire. It universe. really actually is. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Who that won we, today? Uh, oh. Oh, Rod. Rod. Uh, Rod in the news. Sorry, room. spoiler alert. Just, I've been so close. The twice. status quo. Mm. Um, that coming up. And with Russell Crowe on our show tomorrow with Flan Alley and Spider, he is live at the Marquetta Friday night. With all the wet weather, you had this great idea. Let's ask Russ what his wet weather movies are. I'm fascinated by this bloke. He's my favourite actor by a long, long way. And uh, I wanted to see what he likes to relax to. And you will not believe his answers. Yep. All coming up in this on Triple M Gold Breakfast, the Flan Alley and Spider podcast. You've made it to the very end. Congratulations. And Thank you. Hey, tomorrow on the show, mm-hmm. mm? give us your best, Russ. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, nice to talk to you. Um, I'm here on tomorrow for, for 30 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, is there any chance it can be longer? The real Russell Crowe. No, I mean, in a chance that this can be longer. <laughs> Flan, I honestly reckon Russ is potentially your best voice. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. My voice is certainly not my best voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can you, Can you just be Russell, Russell from... the whole time? Yes. You know, there's, a lady, there's a lady who used to listen to the radio session and uh, her husband rang up and said, every time you make that voice, things go well for me. <laughs> oh, I love that. So I hope you're listening right now, mate. Okay. <laughs> and you're yeah. welcome. And you're welcome. Yep. Academy Award winning Russell Crowe on the show tomorrow. Genius. With should have won two. Beautiful Ellie mind should have won as well. No, he won from Gladiator. You've got one yeah. already. Yeah. You should have won two. I'm okay. telling you. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That on the show tomorrow. <laughs> 92.5. Triple M Gold Breakfast. <laughs> Flan Alley and Spider. Stop it. I'll cry. We love you. He will cry. Flam, we're heading over to the States. Thrilled to be chatting to Marty Hogan from Channel 7 about the what they call the Iowa caucuses. All of a sudden, Donald Trump is back in the news. What the hell are the caucuses? It's a pre-selection for an election to go towards another election. Miley, what the hell is happening? My, my wife and daughter were screaming at the TV last night. This man is under charges for uh, sexual assault, and yet he could still be the president of the United States. How does this country work, Miley? Please explain. <laughs> Well, look, what's happened last night is they've had the Iowa caucuses. Look, it's a really quirky system where registered Republican voters show up in town halls, school gyms, uh, school halls, at their local neighbours' homes, and they all discuss and debate who they want to vote for. Representatives get up and pitch for their, for their candidate, and then they publicly declare their support for a candidate. And last night, Donald Trump delivered a historic win. More than half of the Republican voters that showed up for those caucuses in Iowa chose Donald Trump as their presidential nominee. Now, the big takeaway from all of this is that it shows that Republicans, his voters, are not deterred by those mounting legal battles. They are still voting for him despite all of it. It's just, it's unbelievable, isn't it? You know, I loved I loved his little call out, though, to, pe- to get people out off their couches to vote. He said, 
If you're as sick as a dog, you say, darling, I've got to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, oh. it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get people that are on their deathbed to go and vote for him. Clearly, it's working. People really are dedicated to this. The Iowa caucus is a tradition. They're the first state to do this vote. So people really want to show up. And I was chatting to people yesterday and they were all rubbed up and they wanted to be there. Oof. It's extraordinary, isn't it? That <laughs> I mean, talk about leadership styles. Yeah. Um, there was a, a young woman in the United States who used her own credit card to buy uh, 70 hotel rooms, um, which then expanded and people chipped in, and then 122 hotel rooms got bought for homeless people, while Donald Trump is asking people who are, who are ill to head out into minus 40 degrees yes. to vote for yeah. him. I, I've never seen such a selfish leader in my life, Miley. Do people talk about that over there? Look, it is interesting. I was chatting to a bunch of people. I was actually lucky enough to get into one of these caucus rooms and experience Ooh. all of it. And there are the diehard Republican supporters and they follow him and they back him. And then there are those who don't. And I spoke to one woman who was really interesting. She was a Republican. She's always voted Republican. And she was there to vote for Nikki Haley. And she said to me, you know, even if Nikki Haley doesn't get up, she will vote for Joe Biden. So she Ooh. is a Republican and wow. she's going to vote for a Democrat over voting for Donald Trump. So you, there are different sides to this. It's just we do hear a lot of these Donald Trump supporters. And look, the support is there. Yeah. He won in this, historic, uh, in this historic victory. So people do support him. They, they do back him. Miley, I think I know the answer to this question. Jeffrey Epstein, people don't care about him being associated with, with Epstein, right? Well, Donald Trump has previously distanced himself from that list and he has also uh, never actually been involved in any criminal activities there. They haven't been able to link anything at all to Donald mm. Trump on that list. So really that's not one that he is uh, involved in. He obviously was previously an associate of him, but he has barred himself from that a long time ago. Sure. Well, and you'd think with Donald Trump, I, I, it doesn't seem to matter what he gets, what comes to light about him. He does not give one rat's you-know-what. Yes. Teflon Don. Absolutely. <laughs> Teflon Don. Look, Miley, we're so grateful for your time and uh, no doubt I think we're going to be talking to you a heck of a lot more. I and I would, so. I would imagine that um, there's going to be a whole bunch of Americans that if he does return as the president, there'll be a lot of one-way tickets to Australia, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see, but I'm sure we will chat through this campaign and I'm sure there will be plenty more adventures to come. Channel 7's Miley Hogan. Thank you. We live in interesting times. Thanks, guys. Question Ask me. Ali asks. How long should you wait till you move in with your partner? Ooh. Also, like to know, how long did you wait yeah. before you moved in with your partner? one three hundred ninety five triple six is our phone number. Exactly right. Now, Wait look, on into this one. I mean, obviously... Uh, besides people that are getting into a relationship for the first time, there are many people that are divorced and onto their second, uh. third relationship. And it's a big question. Should you ever move back in with someone, especially if you've been married and divorced before? A lot of people mm. have already lost half of what they've got. Now, this is happening to a very good mate of mine. He is interstate. If he was living on the Gold Coast, I probably wouldn't be talking about this. But anyway, <laughs> So don't put this on socials. Um, he's 45. Uh, he got divorced about five years ago and, you know, took quite a while before he started dating. But three months ago, he met a beautiful woman and just, I could tell, he has fallen hard, okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it is, 
Absolutely. I have been so happy for him. It's a funny time because you, you want to spend as much time as you can together at that yes. stage of a relationship and then I think that prompts the move in. Yep, that's right. Now, they've both got kids, both off their hands though. Okay. Okay, so um, they had both ha- coincidentally had children very young. Okay. So he actually though, so they moved in together four days ago. All right. Mm-hmm. Now I had a chat with him Hello. two days ago, and already I can tell he's questioning whether he's done the right thing. Oh no! I know. Oh, after, are you serious? After What's two happened? Two days. He just said that she's just all of a sudden he's seen this little bossy side to her okay. that he hadn't seen before about, and it's just simple things, domestic things around the home. Yeah. Right. Is he messy? No, he's not messy. Yeah, that's a good question now because have... if he was, he might be the one causing the trouble. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's overly messy. He's I actually... say that through experience, Alison. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's male, so and he's no, a bloke. Yeah. Look, there's plenty. In so, me. what do you think? <laughs> I just well, look. When he told me, I will admit this. I did when he told me they were going to move in together. I was like, oh, are you sure? You yeah, know, right. I did, so I did, but I, you know, you want to actually be happy for people, sure. And and also say, yeah, you only live once, go for it. What would you say to one of your daughters uh, about the amount of time you think you should spend with somebody before you commit to moving in together? Well, I don't think there is an exact science no, to it. You that's know what the I thing. mean? That's what makes it such a great question. Exactly, because I don't know. There, there does have to be, I think, a certain amount of time mm. before you move in with someone. Yeah. I don't know. I know a girlfriend of mine. She actually met her partner at my wedding. Okay. And he basically went home with her that night after our wedding and didn't leave. Serious? Yeah. But they're not still together. What, is he oh, a drummer okay. or something? <laughs> no. What are you saying about drummers? He's not. <laughs> There's an old chat that says <laughs> if a drummer breaks up with his girlfriend, what do you call him? Well, homeless is the thing. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> and hello to uh, anyone that's a drummer. Thank well, you Flanny, for listening. What do you think? Jamie, good morning. How um, long How long should you wait till you move oh, in with your partner? I got asked this question by my daughter at mm-hmm. the end of last year who was very worried that moving in with a fellow this year because they're both going to uni in Brisbane. Yep. Um, and they were very much in love. And she said, is it too soon, Dad? And I said, of course it is. Do it. No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, it yeah. made her so happy. And, and, and Al, you made some great points this morning about breakups and heartbreaks. Did and, I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. And I remembered them, which is even more surprising. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you, you were saying it's good for you to have a, a heartbreak. Oh, look, at the time, you were so, in a world of her. But yeah. then down the track, you're like, yeah. Yeah, so live bravely is my thought. Okay. You know, if you're in love and you're in love, go for it. So you're basically saying within the hour. Any. <laughs> That's a little long. I think you know before then. How long should you wait till you move in with your new partner? Mm, we want to hear from you. Obviously, it's a subjective question, and that's why we ask it. one three hundred nine two five triple six. What's your advice? How long should you wait before you move in together? Exactly. Good morning, Michelle. In Arundel, how long should you wait till you move in with your partner? It's, it's really hard, okay, mm. because um, for myself... Okay, after I got divorced the first time, I was by myself for about three years mm-hmm. before I even considered having anyone in my life and I moved in with anybody. Yeah. Um, and I had three young children. I'll see you later, sweetie. He's now 23. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely slice oh, of your family cute. life then, Michelle. Have a good day. Yeah. So you got divorced. You waited three years before three your years. second relationship. Yeah, second relationship. And then I was married for 15 years. Okay. Oh. And we moved in and 
got to know the kids and pretty much straight away after I had such a long break. Okay. Um, and then when after my second divorce, it's, I've been with my partner now for eight years and we did, we, it took us about seven months before we moved in together. Yep. But I tell you what, we have learnt about each other. And you know what? If you, everyone comes with their good and bad, yep. okay, and you just accept it. And, you know, yeah, he annoys me. I pick up after him all the time. And I think to myself, if I was single, I wouldn't have to pick up this stuff. Mm-hmm. If I was single, I wouldn't have to put this away. But you know what? At the end of the day, I wake up to him every morning and I love it. Oh, I, I love that, Michelle. You know what I mean? Nice. Hey, <laughs> That's um, what did you learn about you, Michelle? Learned about me was just to kind of, sometimes it's just accepting everyone's good and bad and in life and there is more important things to worry about than, you know, picking up or whether or not, you know, they're, you know, they're a bit bossy. You know, women are bossy anyway, like that's just time for the train. <laughs> you know, I lose my job if I say that, but I rejoice when you say it. I love you, Michelle from Arundel. Thank you yes. so much. You're obviously a very careful and thoughtful person. I want you to stick around and have a listen to Paris. Yeah, thanks, from Michelle. From Surface Paradise, because she was a lot quicker. So I think Michelle's saying, yeah, a sweet spot for her was around seven months. Good morning, Paris, in Surface Paradise. Good morning. What do you think, lovely? How long should you wait till you move in with your new partner? Well, my new partner and I waited a grand total of three weeks. Ooh. <laughs> what so, was the delay? Pretty, pretty soon. And, uh, you know, you'll love this. He's also a drummer. Hello. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, because Flam was having a crack at drummers earlier. <laughs> I was a little bit. Was yeah. it his idea to move in or both of yours? Uh, so it was actually COVID's idea to move in, funnily oh, enough. Oh, wow. Um, you know, where he was living with his family, they're a bit immunocompromised. So when the pandemic hit, it was like, well can't live there, um, mm-hmm. can I jump in with you? And we've been together ever since and getting married in May. Oh, wow. Paris, yes. what a story. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're getting married on May the 4th and we're having a Star Wars wedding. Oh, <laughs> awesome. May the 4th be with so you. Three yeah. weeks. May the 4th be with you. Was there any <laughs> time after moving in after three weeks that you thought, oh, this was too soon? No, absolutely not. Okay. I think when you know, you know. Yep. You know? Yep. yep. Hey, thank you, Paris. You're welcome. Paris, right, as you lovely. live with a drama, how do you tell whether a stage is level or not? <laughs> the uh, drama is drooling from both sides of his mouth. Oh, dear. <laughs> hey, look, accurate, I mean. <laughs> Thank you for all your call. Yes, well, there you have it. So, to the question, how long should you wait till you move in with your partner? Michelle says seven months-ish. Paris says three weeks-ish. And then we've had, uh, on our socials, we've had a comment uh, and a weigh-in from uh, this person's name is Little Fat Man on the GC. <laughs> <laughs> that may be me. Does little Fat Man on the GC says 50 years. <laughs> so the answer to the question, how long should you wait till you move in your partner, is about 24 and a half years. There you have it. <laughs> oh, good morning. Oh, how good are morning. You, oh, good morning, good morning. How are you, Brazzy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, top of the walls. I'm actually on top of India. I'm right at the top now. I'm in Shillong. Oh. Uh, yeah, and it's freezing. So, mate, you've <laughs> travelled from the southern part of India to the northern part of India already in a tuk-tuk. Uh, what, are you do- what are you actually doing? It? Oh, look, there is cool change. Uh, oh, cool. Which is uh, you know, a charity, but, you know, for us, it was just about the adventure. Um, you know, I've always wanted to come to India and have a look around and, I didn't know how I wanted to do it, and I saw the ritual one was about. So 
I'm like, give it a go. So we've done 4,200 k's at the moment <laughs> in a rickshaw. So three of us all jammed in. And, yeah, it went from 30 degrees down south until now. I reckon it be lucky to be four or five degrees Ooh. right up the top, right near the uh, – well, we're in the Himalayas. What is the best thing about your trip so far? The food. Oh. I, you cannot beat the food of India. Oh it is – and the people. The food and the people – are unbelievable. They always said, if you're ever in doubt in India, yeah. ask a local. And every time we've asked a local about anything, they have absolutely helped us out. You know, the language barrier gets harder and harder as you get higher and higher. And it's been really tough that way, but the locals have been amazing. The food, you know, <laughs> they say, don't eat off the streets. No, we ate, we ate off the streets and it was fantastic. Just- have you had a dodgy moment, something that was a bit scary? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, just driving the tuk-tuk itself. Um, you know, like on the roads here, you've got buses which, are, you know, the cows and the buses are number one, and, you know, they just cut in on you because driving around here, I love it because you've just got to go. You can't hesitate. Yeah. And as soon as they get past you, they just cut in, and we've hit a bus like a little bus has hit us, and um, oh just moved us about a metre to the left. Wow. And yeah, that was pretty scary in the mornings, especially when there's a lot of fog in that around, and they still hoot, and no one uses lights, no one uses indicators, and you can go up and down the freeways any which way you want. So yeah, it's, a, it's an eye opener to traffic, but I love it because no one uses indicators. Well, yeah. we miss you, Vos. I hey. hope you haven't had the time of your life. Well, the party is on tonight, so I'll tell you tomorrow morning if I have. What's oh. the party? <laughs> no, that's the end. We, we finally got to the end. So we're in Shillong, which was where we were supposed to end. So all the other teams meet up tonight. There's uh, 68 teams, about 170 of us all, uh, well, celebrating uh, the victory of getting to the end tonight. So yep. it should be, a, yeah, let's say, a little bit of fun. Let's say. Have I, you got COVID yet? No, I haven't got COVID, but I've got to tell you, I do miss you guys. What? What? Are you ah, lying? He's been drinking. Don't get sucked in. He's on the beers. Absolutely. Absolutely I'm lying. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely I'm lying. Uh, hope you crash. Have a good time. See you yes. Here we go. It's aimed that year. So this is the greatest radio trivia contest in the world, and normally Spider's uh, playing but not here. Flan subbing in. We've got Rod from the newsroom. Uh, Ali obviously ready to play as well. Yes, we are. Well done, This Al. feels like chocolate yes. I found in the cupboard. So Spider yeah. wouldn't be happy about me playing. <laughs> it, if you're not uh, sure on how this show, uh, how this show, how this uh, game works, is we play audio <laughs> and you basically have to guess what year that audio is from. Okay, excuse okay. me. I I am not sure how this show works. No, the show we're oh. not sure either. <laughs> That's a meeting afterwards. Okay. All right. Here we go, everybody. Name that year. Today is International Popeye Day. All right. What yes. year did Popeye the cartoon first begin? Ali. It was in black and white, the originals, wasn't it? 1937. Interesting. I'll go flat. 1957. Uh, Rod oh. the Newsreader. Uh, 1942. 1929. Oh, yeah. When was Steamboat Willie? Wasn't that the first cartoon? That was in Rod? 1922 or 3, oh. I think. No, yeah. it was 23 because uh, Steamboat Willie, the Mickey Mouse, he's out of uh, copyright now. So he's oh, popping up it. on memes everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's it. yes. Awesome. That's r- 
Yes. So you can get a bit of Steamboat Willie. Can't imagine what they'd do with that. No. (laughs) Completely innocent. It sounds like a dish I wouldn't order. (laughs) Captain Pugwash wasn't part of that. No, no, no. 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 Bruce was in that. Yeah, Brutus um, and Olive. Let's go to the next little bit of audio. Mm -hmm. Name name that. Yeah. I write the songs. (laughs) So this is. This is Barry, Barry Manilow. Yeah. Our favourite Barry Manilow song. Am I right? Are we right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Are we right just for playing it? On this particular day, yes. the music world was just enthralled with the news that uh, that song was released. Ellie. <laughs> what year? I've got no idea really, but yeah. Barry Manilow. Barry songs. Oh. I'm going to say. Good schnoz on him. Yeah. yeah. Coming from 19... someone that's got a bit schnoz. <laughs> 1960. <laughs> Uh, Rod, the newsreader. No. I write the songs, you hear at 2 a.m. Nineteen seventy-four. No. Look, Barry Manilow writes the songs that makes me want to heat up a white poker and put it into the part of my brain responsible for memory. (laughs) I reckon it was nineteen seventy-two. It's 1976. Oh, wow. Okay, well Rodney. done, Rodney. Rodney I got knew. that. Rodney got oh, it. I thought I'd won it. Yeah, oh. it's 74. Oh, yeah. Sorry, right. sorry, well done, Rodney. Okay, uh, so you need this plan. I need it bad. You do need oh, this to stay in the game. <laughs> Name it yet. All righty then. All righty then. Love Jim Carrey. Having a birthday. Ali. Ah. Jim Carrey. Ooh. How old is Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. Carrey. Where was he born? Oh, you went in with us. Yes. I yeah. think he was born in 1964. Yes. Four. No. Rather newsreader. That's yes, right. Jay Rodney. All righty then. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. 1963, Al? No. Oh. No. 1960. That's it. 1960. Do you feel it? Do you feel it, buddy? Do you feel that, honey? Huh? 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 <laughs> 1962. Oh, oh, did Rodney get it? Yes, oh. yes he did. Too good, Rodney. Oh, look, Jim Carrey, one of the one of the greats. Oh, I love him so much. What about this one? Ventura. Yes, Satan. Oh, sorry, sir. I thought you were someone else. I love him so much. How good. Well done, Brilliant. Rod. All right, so well looking at the scoreboard. First week of name that year for 2024. Oh. Uh, Rod, I think yeah, you're on Rod. two, aren't you? Hey. And, yes. And, and Ali, you're on one. What That's year correct. did uh, Ace Ventura come out, Rod? You'll know this for oh, sure. Ace Ventura was... Uh, about 1995 or yeah, something? Yeah, it was after The Mask, The Breakthrough of The Mask, which was a fantastic yeah. 1992 movie. Oh. Okay. You're amazing, Rodney. Fountain of yeah. knowledge. I thought Ace came out <laughs> first. No, 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 no. It was uh, okay. The Mask and then uh, Ace Ventura. Pet Detective. Oh, I know. So Let's hilarious. continue this chat off the air. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah. Academy Award winning My Russell Crowe. Amy Marquetta, Friday night. Uh, go and see Russ and his band. He is amazing. He was only here, uh, what, late last year, but uh, coming back to the Gold Coast. He's on our show tomorrow after 8 o'clock, Flan. That's right, and uh, he, he revealed to us yesterday uh, why he's doing the Miami Marquetta show. They've actually chosen to perform here to warm up for a really big thing. You'll find that out tomorrow. But because of the weather's so rubbish, I asked him, 
besides your films, what are your favourite movies? Um, and it was really surprising what Russell Crowe absolutely adores. And two of his three are certainly uh, in my top three, mm-hmm. um, but his top one of all was my family's favourite movie to watch together. And, and surprisingly... It was The Princess Bride. Yeah, I absolutely so, love that movie Incredible movie with Robin mm-hmm. Wright Penn. I mm-hmm. think she was back then. Yep. Maybe just Robin Wright. Um, but also Carrie. Carrie Yules. Yules. Yeah. What a genius he was. Oh. And so funny. Russell actually quoted Mandy Patinkin from the movie, who's one of the most brilliant actors ever, Mandy yep. Patinkin. And he played a character called Inigo Montoya, who was had a search for someone who had wronged him. And this is Russell Crowe imitating Mandy Patinkin doing Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Oh, yeah. I just love, honestly, just hearing him do the voices. But I tell you what, also one of my favourite quotes from that movie, Flan, was um, there was a, a guy that plays a really short character called Vizzini, mm-hmm. and every time someone said something that he couldn't really believe, he said... Inconceivable. Inconceivable. He <laughs> must have said it about all the time 500 in our times family. Uh, so what did you say? No, just those go-to movies, though, that mm. you had as a family mm. or yourself, like, you know, as you said, wet weather days. Mm. You know, for me also times when I just needed the world to, you know what, off. Yes. And um, for me, one of those movies was always Beaches. Probably oh, really? Was, Amazing. Feeling, Is it really? Yes, I love no, Beaches. You didn't strike me as that. There you yeah, go. No, absolutely love it. But if I was in the mood for comedy, I absolutely loved the Eddie Murphy classic Harlem Nights. Oh, ripper. At, so inappropriate. All right. Wet weather movies. Let's mm-hmm. talk about them, eh? I, yep. love, I love Moneyball with Brad Pitt. Oh. It's a true story about a baseball franchise, and I, Brad Pitt is brilliant in that. I have not seen that. Oh, please have a look at it. Yep. It's so brilliant. And it's a true story, which makes it all the more outrageous. Um, mm-hmm. I also love uh, Finding Dory. I still love that movie. Oh, My kids were little when that came out, and I thought Ellen DeGeneres was hilarious. Hang on, was it Finding Nemo? Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was sorry. I think Finding Dory was the sequel. Thought, well, that's what I thought it must have been the sequel. I, like, I think. Yeah. Thank I you for straightening that out. Because <laughs> right. apparently they did find Nemo. Nemo's more famous <laughs> than Dory. Yeah. Kids, don't worry about him. But give us a buzz one three hundred nine two five triple six. What is your absolute wet weather go to movie? Yeah. and you could score yourself a hundred dollars to. Spend at Harbortown Premium Outlet with a gift card. It's time to get back to school. All your school supplies, backpacks, and sportswear up to 70% off at Harbortown Premium Outlets. What is your go to wet weather movie? Good morning, Lee in Gilston. What was your favourite movie? My favourite go to wet weather movie is Made in America with Tom Cruise. Made, Made in America. America. Oh, he's a uh, flying a plane. plane. Yeah, yeah he's, he flies the drugs and the guns into Nicaragua, and he's got money hidden in the walls and buried in the garden. And <laughs> yes, it's just it's just great. I, I'm going to have to watch that I think one. it's I, his best film. I really do. I yeah. love it. Wow. Thank you, Lee. Okay, Lee thank you, Gilston. Lee. Great suggestion. Thank you, Jamie. Let's go to Mermaid Beach. How are you, mate? What's your wet weather movie? Uh, Toy Story. Oh, great suggestion. You know, uh, Jamie, Toy Story 2 was regarded as the best film made that year. So have a look at the sequel too, mate. It's it's regarded. um, My boys, they're 26 and 24 now, but back in the day, when the Toy Story came out, they were only, you know, seven and five, I think. But, but, um, I mean, what that Pixar animation does with those movies is, Incredible, right? Yep, it's so brilliant. funny, though. So brilliant, mate. Absolutely. Thank you, Jamie. Actually, Toy Story 2 paved the way for the animated Oscar. 
Um, and they thought about nominating Toy Story 2 for Best Film. Oh, really? It was the first time they ever thought about putting an animated film as the best film of the year. So great suggestion, Jamie. Thank you. Good morning, Nadine in Tweetheads. How you going? Good, Good, thank you. Come Um, on, what's your go-to movie? Well, as a growing up, it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but this was topped by Moulin Rouge because I just love musicals. Yeah, oh, me too. That is both great suggestions. What about the Kid Snatcher, though, in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, my goodness. Know. You know that? You <laughs> know he was an Australian actor? Sir Robert Helpman, the ballet, huh? the ballet dancer, played the Kid Snatcher. Honestly. Ooh. One of the scariest characters right. ever. ever. Both very good suggestions. Thank, Thank you, Nadine. Nadine. Yeah. Where are we off to? We're off to Bow Desert. Wow, we're over the other side of the hills. Marie, good morning. How are you? Good, thing. What's your wet weather movie? Fire is dumb. Oh, oh, I love it. What's your favourite quote? Okay. okay. Oh, Jenny. Oh, I love Jenny. you. Hang on, I'm Have you got it, Al? Have you got Hang it, on. Al? Oh, you think she's got it, Marie. We've got a special treat coming up for you here. Marie from Bow Desert loves Forrest Gump. It's her wet weather movie. Al's wrangling the computer. We've got glitches and gremlins this morning, no, Marie. I don't think he's going to Oh, no. Oh, no. I love you, Jenny. <laughs> you got a fresh one, Marie. Thanks, Marie. Thanks, Thank you Marie. for your suggestion. It's a great film. Where are we off to? Southport. Good morning, Jamie. Yes. Jamie in Southport. What's your favourite wet weather movie? Uh, for myself, Tropic Thunder. If it's with the family, the original Willy Wonka movie. Oh, so good. <laughs> yes, that is an absolute classic, wasn't it? I, I just always remember how, and thinking as a kid how excited you would be if you found that golden ticket. Yeah, we all love that movie. The kids would laugh and cry. Like, there's every bit of emotion in it you can think of. There's comedy, there's a bit of action. It's yeah. a great movie. Gene yeah. Wilde is so wonderful in that, so he's so brilliant he, as Willy Wonka. Absolutely. He's, he's nice. a genius. Well, yes. we've got to sort out somebody for a price here. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of good movies. Yep. Ali, you're choosing. No, I'm not. I'm no, putting well, it on you. Jamie, well done. You're off to Harbour Town. <laughs> oh, thanks, crew. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, buddy. Take your kids, too. <laughs> Cheers, legend. Hey, thanks for listening to Flan Alley and Spider. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie, and thank you so much to everyone for your wet weather suggestions. They're all on the list.